Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and we're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. We have our experts standing by as well, and the phone line's open at 356-9397. That's a 217 area code, or you can text us at 217-351-5357. We have Steve Brown here with me now. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Doing really well. Yeah. And Marianne Metz is here as well. She's she wandering. She's getting her thoughts collected, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, kidding. Yeah, she's always got plenty of work. She's probably out there the scrambling amongst all these uh, pumpkins and gourds and cool things that we'll have on display later on this morning. Definitely cool. I've uh, never seen so many shapes and sizes. The and selection colors of, of warty and smooth and colors and shapes and sizes, like you said, is just unbelievable. So we uh, we don't have them on display yet, but I'll bet you. These are all you. from the store, and not these are uh, all of these gourds you got here in at Prairie. Yeah, Gardens, we'll have right? them. For, we'll have them for sale here shortly. Okay. Yeah. Not from your personal garden. garden. No. Oh no. No. I was going to say, boy, you've been growing a lot. No, 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 no. These are ones we'll have for sale. But oh there's yellow gosh. and there's orange and, of and course, and there's white striped and, there's and grays and greens and, and different shapes and flesh-colored ones and yes, everything you could possibly imagine. So probably by 10, 11, 12 o'clock today, we'll have them all on display, or at least some of everything on display. Oh, how fun. Yeah. Everybody wants, yeah, that, that's what you want right now. You want yeah. pumpkins. It's time to start decorating for fall. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, and you said you'll have them out later today. And I saw you, you put, I think you put even more mums out. Oh, we've got, Because yeah. you can still <clears throat> just see these beautiful colors she's out there. Get, she's getting the greenhouses out back and the pads out back thinned out a little bit. I mean, there's still quite a few. We've got a good month in the season still. So we're not in a hurry to be to be out, but they're selling quite well, especially with the weather that we've got going on. Yeah. And then Marianne was collecting a few, uh, gosh, a few things as well here to talk uh-uh. about, <laughs> and she's she's taking offense to the way I position that card. I, I have to I have to take some photos so we can post them on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Oh my goodness! And and I love the variety you guys chose. Steve chose pumpkins and gourds in a variety of sizes and shapes and colors, and then Marianne comes up with. All of these beautiful reds and purples, and then these beautiful fountain grasses. And good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Tamara. So Tell me about these. So it's time to start thinking about your fall decor outdoors. Yes. So yeah, these pumpkins are just. I've just am so aren't they? Blown away. I I've told Steve the first time I went and looked at them yesterday. They just. I was planning immediately. <laughs> yeah. So what I brought were things to go with it. There you go. And and they do so well. And what I didn't bring were chrysanthemums, but I didn't have room in my basket. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, There's you just have a few, of those, a few pumpkins, a few chrysanthemums, and then a few accent plants. Boom. You got it. Yes. Yeah, and the way the weather's been. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at this, Tamara. I, this is going to be like. Oh, is, is that, that beautiful? cabbage? That is beautiful. Could be. Is it kale or just Let's some see what kind they of a call it. Greener? We're calling it kale and cabbage. Okay. That one's a cabbage. Well, I guess I called it. <laughs> not, I mean, and, and people ask me, is it edible? Well, it's not bred for 
flavor. Oh, bread okay. for looks, but yeah. we we have um, some other cabbage out there that yes. would be much better for flavor. We okay. actually have had a couple of people call about that too. Do you have any fall veggies? Yes, we do. So it's still a nice selection. Four yeah, inch pots. Absolutely. So you don't have to have a great start, but there's spinach and lettuce and uh, broccoli and cabbage, kohlrabi, and cauliflower, just kohlrabi. Sit, la, 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 la. Yeah. yeah, all those cool weather crops. And get you've them in it. now, and you've got time to harvest oh. them and enjoy them this Heck yeah. this fall still. Absolutely. Fun. Still a good selection of uh, fall seeds for that. Even oh, the, yeah. Of, you know, we're getting enough later where you have to start to say, eh, maybe I don't have enough time for that. But Check the calendar. Cer- certainly a lot of them you have time for. So yeah. That yep. you could sow and, and make happen. So. And Very cool. We sowed uh, radishes finally Tuesday night. Did you? Before the rain. Just before oh, the rain. nice. And so it was Tuesday evening. Thursday, there was germination. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. The weather was perfect for it, though. Yeah. What timing? Yeah. What perfect timing? So Pretty good. So, yes. Well, if it's if it if it was germinating that quickly, how soon will we be eating any? Two more weeks. Two and a half weeks. For turnips? No, for radishes. For radishes. radishes. Wow. I, I had no I mean, no three idea. weeks at the most, but probably two, two and a half at the most. I, that's so fast. That's fun. That's how it happens. Oh, how fun. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's an exciting time of year. I like I, I like fall. You like yeah. you like to change from one season to the next. That's what I like especially. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll occasionally say I like the first two months of every season, and then by the third, I'm ready for the next. And it's probably <laughs> precipitated by I'm done with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> for a lot of reasons this summer. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with that. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> Let's have another one. Yeah. Especially without a pool. Oh, too funny. <laughs> Uh, so three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. So let me ask you a question about you brought some of these to pair. Did you have some specifics in mind with some of these tones? With some of the what what would catch your eye in between this variety of gourds well, and pumpkins and the cabbage is kind of a silvery blue green mm-hmm. with a kind of a burgundy center. It's just it's just really pretty. I I think. That coloration you almost have to be on top of to see it, but and then I thought, well, the celosia are just a perfect match, and so are these. Uh, that's uh, coxcomb celosia, and so are the the, uh, the ornamental, ornamental peppers. peppers. But the celosia I brought because there's like five different kinds here. It's just a such a diverse um, group of plants. But oh. they're all the same kind of plant. That's such a stunning color. It almost looks like it's been dyed. The only color we don't have right now is orange. Well, I mean, there's lots of other colors, but I really like the orange celosia, too. But, but look at that. Isn't purples that's and just mauves a, and reds. Yeah, and just, in, just the leaf color themselves. It's that burgundy green veining a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And then when the leaves t- start turning at the base, the older leaves... It's kind of a blush of rose. Yes. And then a deep purple uh, coxcomb, I guess is what you call yeah. them. We used so to call them, yeah. So there's some that have a, like a rooster head, yeah. if you will. And that's the coxcomb. And then there's some that are more plumy and upright and lacy that, that, that Tom is, Tom is uh, admiring right now. Look, I'm into and, texture. And this one that's just like screaming. Oh, I, I love that. It's like little um, purple caterpillars Ew, <laughs> standing icky. in attention. Well, I'm just the size and the... So, yeah, people that I know have been riding their bicycles out in the country lately and seeing all sorts of dark caterpillars. Oh. Dark ones. Good thing they have dark tires. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> it means a 
that means a more extreme winter. Oh, okay. The lighter the caterpillar, the milder the season. Okay. Is it? Something like that. Yeah, is it something like that? Yeah. So, (laughs) container, so in the garden, so change out containers. Freshen up what you got, leave a few things in there, perhaps. Rip everything out, perhaps. Just depends upon the pot, right? Yep. And the condition. But it'd be nice to knife something in. And you sometimes will take some of this produce and just place that in the large pot in the, in the container, container with Absolutely. the flowers, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What a texture contrast. It's just, just beautiful. And the colors are crazy this year. Could Love you imagine them. that yellow pumpkin in there with some of the bronze-orange mums? and? Uh, I've already got it grasses. in my mind. Or, or this deep burgundy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be oh. A, a so look great at this color contrast. Aren't those gorgeous? Yes. I know. So, yeah, it's it's already it's already all up here. And with the ornamental peppers, I'm used to them being multicolored, but uh, like you have one here that's all deeper purples and reds, and then the other, it's isn't that cool? All beautiful lemon yellow. I, I love that one. And green? Is oh, that, that's green. Is that mambo also. yellow? Mambo deep yellow. Mambo deep oh, yellow. okay. Pretty isn't that cool. gorgeous? What yes. a nice, nice yes, little splash is. of yellow. So if you don't want to get that little yellow mum, you want something different. Mm-hmm. That's the, I, you know what I love? These guys, these ornamental, um, these are annual grasses, but they're ornamentals. Look look at how that drapes. You you put that at the edge to drape oh. over your pot. I just, I That's think those beautiful. are so pretty. And this kind of silvery green one goes, I think, just a nice contrast with that um, oh. cabbage and kale I brought in. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> I, and just, it, it almost looks like a fountain flowing. Yes, it does. Uh, the way that the grass just kinds of just flows and yeah. bends down gracefully. Yeah. Plumes out. The spiller. The spiller. Yeah. There you go. And then the cabbage, would you say that's a filler? That's a, f- a filler, yes. Okay. And then you could do the ornamental peppers as a it, or the, the little cabbage and kale are just going to get better and better as the season goes along as it gets oh, colder. Yeah, it it really looks its best after we start to get some temperatures down in the 30s at night. It, it just, the coloration really yeah. starts to take off. Well, low 40s, 30s. Nice. Then then it's just like in in heaven. Yeah, for sure. It's a happy camper. Excellent. In it's, fact, uh, there's a there's a giant garden. Uh, I don't know if it's a community garden or not, but it's uh, on Prospect in Devonshire. No, it's not. It's not a proper uh, community. Okay, I I didn't. It's a single owner. Not because that, but wow. I know. (laughs) Wow. Across from the fire station there. It is just about right in Bottenfield School. Wampus from Bottenfield. They uh, they just now they put out a really large pumpkin toward the corner so that everybody can see it and and enjoy the. It's like oh, they did a really huge pumpkin. How much does that weigh? Yeah. How did you move that? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> with your forklift, hey, of course. I've seen pumpkins that large on television. You know? <laughs> and there's people that, that that's life. that's what they how they focus their summers raising the largest of whatever, but certainly pumpkins. Yeah. Have you ever been to the pumpkin festival in Morton? No, I have not. So, well, Libby, um, I think they're still there, but they always have had a, a pumpkin festival. Morton has, and yeah, there's a lot of contests about. Like, Look oh, how big mine is. And chunking pumpkins after that. or I don't know. <laughs> that seems the pumpkin throws. <laughs> the pumpkin throw? Yeah. <laughs> and the different guns Just that you don't make be in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. But oh my gosh, yes. And then the variety of seeds that I'll bet are, are available at something like that. 
Yeah, I bet. I've never looked at that, but yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of them out there. So let's talk about some the. It's just crazy the variety of gourds that you have here, and would they come from? Like, could you reproduce it with seed? Could you save some of these seeds? All those, all those were grown by seed. Hybrids, okay. Wow. And so, how? What kind of tips would you have for somebody who wanted to grow gourds or pumpkins? Have a lot of space. Okay. Yeah, a lot of space, and you're going to be starting next May. For the long vine, right? Yeah, they are long vines. Okay. Typically, yeah. Okay. And then you have to consistently water? Oh, my, yes. Okay. Well, I, and I can only well, imagine. Well, can you imagine how you much do the large water pumpkins. it takes to build that size of some of those things? Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd have to keep it up. I mean, it no, would be no worse than anything else. And the, the no. challenge for a lot of people, I think, would be the fact that you're taking care of it for months, and then you get your reward. And most of us are more shallow than that. Yeah. And we, we want to reward, reward all along. More, <laughs> more quickly than that. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, that's just what you're up against. But if you go into it knowing that, and like Marianne said, you have to have some of the space to do it. That's why it's just so easy to, yeah. to take these finished and just say... Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put my growing energy and space into something else, and yeah. I'm just going to buy those. Yes. Th- that makes perfect sense. Okay, and then tips about how to have the squirrels not take bites out of them. Isn't there, uh, like, you can... That's John, what John, John uses, said, yeah. What, Polyurethane. Like a, a spray, a spray yeah, varnish. Polyurethane, yeah. Okay. And he suggests matte finish, not a shiny finish. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, so it looks more, more natural. More natural in his yes. mind. Right. Oh, I think you could That's use the, the orange pumpkin with the green warts all over it. Yeah. You could probably use the shiny on that. Yeah, because it it's a little shiny. It would almost shiny. be more uh, if, natural on it. In fact, I was going to ask you if you'd sprayed it before you brought it in. Oh, no. Are you okay, kidding? Just checking. Yes, I was actually. That's, yeah. it, that's <laughs> just its natural sign. That is so pretty. That's really cool. That was one of one of the ones on my list yesterday. Was this really warty one? You know, the other ones I like really well are these little guys that just have such an interesting shape. Isn't oh, that just the coolest thing you've ever seen? Very cool. It looks like a. What does it look like? And the color striations. Okay, look. It's it's like a star form, but it has a lot of depth to it. Uh huh. It has these little gills. So if anybody knows what star fruit looks like, it does kind of look like. Yeah, okay, like star a, fruit on steroids. You know the Japanese lanterns that you. Or maybe yeah. you yeah. open them up and down, and the, it kind of looks like that shape where if yeah. you scrunch it down some, it it's buckling has, has out. Has these at little the sides. thingies, little thingies on it. You know what those are? Yes, yeah, the thingies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like this is just a different version of that, and but it's it's two shades or three or four shades yes. of green, and green is a color, guys. It's a deep green and a light green and a beautiful, just like almost yellowish, but a little bit of cream. Gosh, some beautiful ones. I love. Listen to me. <laughs> no, I wish you could see them. It's like she, it's like she's looking at ceramic pots or something. Oh, something else that's, that's close to her heart. Maybe worse. For me, it's the smaller ones up here. These little guys. You've got the black, all black. You've got the all white. You've got the all orange. You've got the white and orange, and even a little bit of green striations. And then these over here on the side. The Oh my gosh! It was completely <laughs> like that, didn't almost you? Almost like a pear. It's it does look like a green pear. on one side, and she flips it over, and it's completely yellow, like lemon yellow on the other side. Isn't that just the coolest little guy? 
It could grow up to be like that big one on top. That maybe you think? Yes, but it, it won't uh, because it could no almost one's... be like a mini watermelon with its uh, stripes of dark and light green. Yes, uh, they're all interesting. They're all a little different. Yeah. Of them. Again, if you guys just tuned in and you wonder what they're rambling about, it's <laughs> the, the uh, it's the selection of fresh pumpkins and gourds that we'll have out by uh, sometime later on this morning. Ish. But yeah. And. But, Iowa. Really neat selection. Probably, I don't, know, I don't know if it's our best selection ever, but it's, it's pretty darn close. It's right there, and uh, it's fun to see what everybody's favorite is. I'm surprised you haven't commented on that cream pumpkin with the orange stripes. I oh, yeah. totally love that. Yeah. It's it's right next to in in my my poll of which ones I like best. It's right next to the yellow one, and it is sitting right next to the yellow one. Just happens to be. Just happens to be. I think it's just fabulous. So it's a white base, but it then has orange and green veining in it, which is just really cool. Fun stuff. Yeah, it is. Right. Hey, you know, and the inside of the store is starting to look a little bit more fall-like, too. Yep. Hey, how about that? There's some really neat design center swags out there for oh 1997. My oh, my gosh. Some for 2497. Again, these are custom arrangements that were made right here. They aren't something that just came in in a box from exactly. some other place in the, exactly. in the world. And uh, really cool stuff. And then there's some really neat foam flower pieces and some larger pieces with some neutral colors in it. Yep. Uh, some screaming orange and brown traditionals, talk, you name it. Talk about instant gratification. Yeah. I mean, that's like instant fall. Plop one inside the home on the front door. Yeah. Uh, on the table that you're going to enjoy it all the time. Exactly. But Barb's got some really cool stuff out there. She oh, she the, did a great she job. She and the crew did a fantastic Fabulous. job. Fabulous. Pillows and some of the decor pieces are looking really good. There's some really Filling fun ones, in nicely. Yeah. Each week we get more and more in. Things are late, uh, as you might have heard around the country. Uh, the <laughs> supply channel's a little bit wonky these days. Uh, so, you know, it's it's delayed, but there's some really, really cool stuff. Yes. The yes, neat part sure. is we'll just have more and more cool stuff this week and yeah. next week it's and the next week. change practically every day. Yeah. And it's perfect that there's so much orange right now because we have – you know, what is it, our second game of the season? Second third. Game. Our third game of the season. Ooh, You're right. I missed one. For uh, the Fighting Illini. Yeah. And uh, so if you're looking that's for why something we're early to wear, today. Yeah. That's a good point because the 10 a.m. kickoff, it bumped us up early to 7.15. Seems like a little bit earlier in the morning to be playing football, doesn't it? 10, oh, 10 it's going to be a gorgeous day. Oh, it's beautiful yeah, out. Oh, my gosh. But if you're what a perfect for day for ball to, game. If you're looking for something to wear to the game, uh, ladies, uh, oh, come on out and check the hey. cheek. You guys <laughs> have so Wear to the things. game in your living room? <laughs> yes. Because yeah. sure. the game's in Virginia, folks. Oh, uh, You know, if you get on your own little jet and you could make, well, maybe not. Maybe get there. So it's good. <laughs> maybe not. That's all right. That's all right. But, yeah, I mean, regardless, wherever you go. Where it's this game or next game or the tie dye dress, blue and orange and white. Oh, I'm loving that. One. And yes, it could be the ball game in your living room. It would so need, there probably need to be. So gardening wise, yes. Besides fall decorating, containers in the ground, whatever. Moms just plop it down. Pumpkins, gourds, inside and out yep. with the decorating for fall. Um, grass seed time still. Yes, it is. If you need to fill in any bare spots or any large areas. You know, we've had some callers over the summer said, hey, do I want to do it now or do I want to wait? Well, don't wait any longer. I would yeah. get on it. Yeah, get everything ready. Just just do it right now. September is a great time to start seeding and, and replacing damaged grass. So water is still essential. I know I had an inch and a half Tuesday. I had 1.3-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, a really good rain, but 
we still need to water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even so. even some things that have been in the ground for a couple, three years. You just yeah. want to have a really good base, especially on those evergreens. It, it's time to really be considering that very religiously. I just, the the new evergreens, I mean, it's September. We're getting ready. <laughs> so water so that the moisture can be up in the plant and just really pumped up and it gets them through the winter much better without without wind burn and damage yeah it, that that's what i'm thinking the uh the, the storm that we got just the other day yeah yeah we lost a few tree limbs oh my gosh yeah i and, saw a few down uh, yeah yeah and so so yeah we had the tree guy out to you know prune here and there and whatnot uh but i think that's another reminder of why watering is so important yeah uh, because it can, I mean, it can really weaken your 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 plant. Yeah. I imagine if if you're not giving it regular watering. Stressed. Yeah. Stressed. Stressed. That's what the plants dried are. out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're planting in general right now, whether it's some of the perennials out there, some of the perennials on sale out there that are marked down with the orange tags. Uh, you got a great selection of shrubs still. Uh, in the in the shrub lot, uh, all of which are on sale, I believe. The deciduous shrubs, the blooming, for a few of the, the blooming, blooming shrubs are just. I've got a nice selection, and yeah, they're twenty five percent off right now. Right now is the time to buy a bunch. And again, you can, it's going to be like you're going to get a whole season's growth ahead of waiting till next spring to do it. So there's just plenty of time. The the roots get established. It's not. Uh, trying to support the the leaf system, the growing system. Okay, so it's great, great time to plant. Okay. So okay. really, there's just a tons of ton of fun things you can be doing out in the garden, oh, and, heck and, yeah. and really planning ahead for next year. Uh, for those that are uh, vegetable gardening still, herb gardening still, there's so much harvest to do. Yeah. Uh, just even getting outside and enjoying all the butterflies and bee activity and yeah, all the cool stuff that's going on in the garden. Uh, the pollinators and all, all the bees and butterflies that are out. There's there's so many things that um, attract them this time of year. You'd think of this being the time that you, you're gliding into you know nothing, no nothing interesting. Mm-hmm. But there's so many things that are blooming now. Just you know, pay attention, walk around your neighborhood, see what's going on, or or come to the garden center and walk around, see what's flowering. I think one of the things that I was um, kind of surprised at that people hadn't noticed all year was the heptacodium or the seven sunflower. It's a shrub. Um, and it's it's just starting to bloom now. Oh. So it's it's a great thing to have this time of year. Now, is it like a, a dwarf shrub? Not necessarily. Okay. But th- there are varieties that are uh, have been chosen over the last few years that are in the market that are smaller. But I think what I have right now is uh, a taller one. Okay. But it has excellent exfoliating uh, bark on it. So when it grows up and you can see the, the stems, it's really interesting another four months of the year, you know, when it doesn't have leaves on it. Right. Um, and the flowers in, in late fall, wow, just, you know, attracts all sorts of things. Yeah. I was checking out my uh, service berry tree. Well, of course, we were checking out all the trees after sure, the damage. Of course. <laughs> but just noticing that the leaves are just, just starting to turn. And I'm yeah. excited. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful, like, orange and red yes. shade. Uh, and um, I was talking with my neighbor. He didn't realize that you can eat the berries from service berry If trees. you can get to them before the birds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. The, yeah, the birds love them. Really? Love yeah. Those. Absolutely. That does not surprise I, me any. I, you know, this is a real neat time of year to to just see those little splotches of color starting. Yeah. There's one on my block, a tree, that a maple that's, gosh, half of it's already 
orange red. Really? It's really neat. Oh, really? I am so looking forward to I I bought two um Nissa Sylvaticas um black gums and put them on my parking. The the uh, a black gum tree. Okay. Is that unrelated to a sweet gum? Totally unrelated. Oh yeah. good. It's it's the good one. <laughs> yeah. So their fall color uh, the, the 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 one I got was uh, not red rage but a wildfire and it turns the most fabulous red. The red, see the red in the celosia right here, this this coxcomb right here. It's the the fall color is about that. Wow! So I cannot wait for mine to start turning. Oh I'm my. excited. Oh, bet. And and they're not a big shade tree, so they're between thirty and forty feet tall and maybe uh, twenty foot uh, canopy. Um, so it'll be a nice size. It won't be overwhelming. You said 20, 20 to thirty feet. Thirty to feet. Thirty to forty feet tall. Thirty to forty. Ish. Okay. It'll and, take a long time. Oh yes, that, to get not, that maybe size. not in my lifetime, <laughs> but um, you know, okay. I'll enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, I'm excited, but it is an exciting time. Did you have continued new growth through the summer on the tips? Some of the not, red, some of the reddish coloration. Not so much. Okay. I I did witness that. I watched the trees out here on the shrub lot uh, for two or three months, and and did watch that the new growth. On the ends of the limbs are, are uh, the le- when the leaves come out. The stems also and the petioles are a really rich red also. Almost the same color as this yeah. coxcomb again. They they do turn green during during the season, but yeah. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that in the spring, having that new growth, watching it. Oh yeah, be a different color. And they're different. nice and winter hardy. If you live out in yeah. the country, they're pretty reliable, dependable too. Yeah, very nice tree. Black gums. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. you just want to get the fall color going before we get a a heavy freeze because there's nothing more frustrating than to know you have a tree that's got to have a great fall color and then all of a sudden you get a freeze or something like that and then the leaves just never get Turn a chance and drop. To, <laughs> to do their thing mm-hmm. yeah pretty that's cool okay, but there's there'll be opportunities okay good so uh pruning wise we talked about um you wouldn't really do much pruning right now on anything because you don't want to encourage any new growth not unless it were broken branches or dead branches diseased yeah and it needs to be removed yeah kind of stuff. okay thank you because that's what i just kept thinking the whole time that the guy's it's pruning the wrong the tree. i'm like ah oh, please don't encourage growth please don't encourage growth <laughs> and i doubt if it thank will you. with the temperatures we're having and if you're not watering heavily i don't think you're going to do anything and on a larger right. plant like that you're less likely to yeah than you are in a smaller newer one yeah okay that's a good point. Your shrubs. Okay, good, nice. You know, I, I just deadheaded hydrangeas and was careful not to go too far down the branch, you know, to make them all even. Um, I resisted that. Yeah. Because I didn't want to encourage new growth. <laughs> at, at what point can can we just kind of mow over anything that's kind of done for the season? Well, peonies, uh-huh. you can totally do that now. It's it's time for them to go down. Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I guess I she's done with those, huh? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know. <laughs> there they go. <laughs> yeah, I have some that the foliage looks terrible on, and I have some that the foliage looks great on. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, every variety's a little bit different yeah, adventure. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, some that I actually snipped after they were done blooming, and then some, some that, I, yeah, I just didn't get to. So, yeah, they still have the dead flowers blooming on them. Whatever. <laughs> I know. You know what? That's okay, because now I can mow over them. <laughs> I'm very glad to know about that. Well, it's it's just that time of year. I, we've had people coming in 
all week long, well, for a couple of weeks now, said, what's wrong with my plant? You know, bring a leaf of something. And, you know, it, it's just a time of year when they start looking a little gnarly, a little used and abused. Yeah. So, and the, a lot of times it's, it, it maybe is a, a fungal infection, but the important part is cleaning up after oh. the leaves have dropped. So Right. Don't leave your peony foliage on the ground, okay? Yes, ma'am. Make sure. Well, and, and you know, because you're going to obliterate it into a million pieces with your mower, maybe you'd be better off just taking some loppers or head shears and whacking it and then just removing it. That's totally what I do. I can't imagine mowing okay. over my peonies. I just can't imagine doing that. Yeah. Well, if the location they are would be impossible, but then, yeah. You'd, you'd create a whole other mess. <laughs> yeah, it would be not pretty. But, yeah. Marianne takes a blender into the garden. <laughs> Uh, the iris I mean, leaves, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they could probably take a, the little lawnmower to them. Well, it's it's pretty easy to go in with with clippers and cut them off the ground level. So yeah, that's why I do it. But rose bushes, I wouldn't. You know, it, Steve doesn't think it's smart thing to do to deadhead, but I I like doing that. But I wouldn't do any more than that on roses oh, I don't, right I now. I don't think it's not okay. smart. I just think it's not gratifying. <laughs> I think it's incredibly gratifying. I'm deadheading, I hate that dead, mess. We're talking about specifically deadheading the knockout. <laughs> so yeah, this is a guy who who just loves to be in a mess. But um, the roses, to me, I just I just can't not deadhead them. And yeah. you know, knockouts have a lot of flowers on them. It, yeah, it takes we're, we're, a little while. We're hundreds and hundreds. It takes a little while, but you know, for me, it's gratifying. I like that. Yeah. It's also kind of. Uh, uh, a Zen thing, a Mr. Miyagi thing, you know. It's like snip, 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 snip. Yeah, it kind of is very I like that. for me. I like that. We like all have wax our... Wax on, wax off. Exactly, snip, we all have snip. our thing. Gotcha. <laughs> we all have our waxing issues. <laughs> <laughs> brush up, brush down. Snip, snip. <laughs> 3569397 is our phone number. And you can text us at 351-5357 for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You know, another thing to start thinking about for the fall, there's there's just things that you just regularly do, but clean up is one of them. And, you know, if you're, you've got your vegetable garden, you're starting to, to draw things out of it. Like Steve said, start planning next year. Did that work in that space? Maybe it was too much shade for blah, 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 blah. So there's those things to consider. But fall is a great time to prep your soil for spring. Really? So if, if you get your garden cleared in the next four or five weeks... Um, Think about compost or, or oh. it, peat moss or, or any of those things that you need to, organic materials that you need to, to work in and yeah. freshen it up for Absolutely. fall season. It'll make all the difference in the world as far as Absolutely. improving your crop the next year, but just getting off to a fast start because invariably in the spring it's going to be too wet often when you have a chance to do it. And if you can just get it done this fall, then yeah. you're just miles ahead. Oh, and then huge. you can just plant whenever you're ready to plant. Huge. You know, and if you worry about uh, some of the fall seeds, winter seed weeds coming up here in the next couple months, yeah. after you spade it over, work in the compost, just cover it with mulch. Uh, just, yeah. just cover it really well with a threaded bark or something, and, yeah. and then you just won't have all these seeds coming up, and, right. and you'll be off to a really good, clean start. Yeah. You've talked about tarping an area before, too, just if you, if I, like if I have a large area of weeds and I, to kill them all. Yeah, right. and, and you can do that, uh, certainly. Um, black plastic is probably the most effective. I was and, wondering if the color was important. Yeah, because the black will absorb that much more heat. If you put okay. clear plastic on, you'll just have a mini greenhouse situation, even though it'll be hotter than heck. Oh. Some weeds won't do well. Some weeds will thrive. 
okay. in that environment. So you want it to be black so it doesn't have any light transmission. But I think the big challenge with that is making sure you have a consistent perimeter of weight uh, without getting air circulation in there that takes the heat out. So uh, I find myself would having to use uh, dimensional lumber or yeah. pipe or something like oh, that that okay. would be a continuous weight to keep the okay good keep the environment that you want dark and extremely hot yeah, just okay. to cook everything that's there whether it. it's a seed whether it's a perennial grass or a weed or, or a bunch of pokeweed yeah. Ooh, got it okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty but it's poisonous it? <laughs> and boy does it take over you think it's pretty huh okay it is. Come on, really. Because it has the pink stalk and the big green leaves, and then it has the beautiful purple berries. Huh. And, yeah. No, it's <laughs> one of my neighbors has one, and they have it trimmed up to look like a small tree oh, in their front yard. Oh, that's funny. It's, and it is pretty. But, yeah, I'm like, it's it's just trimmed up pokeweed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it is pretty. So, yeah, it's it's like you say with weeds. What is it? It's if If it's a plant that you don't want... If it's a plant in the wrong place, it can be a weed. Okay. Any any plant that is unwanted or in the wrong place, it can, can be a be weed. be perceived as a weed. Okay. O- or if you like it, there you go. If it's a pokeweed, poke weed, poke and you like it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it isn't a weed. <laughs> but at this point, yeah, uh, so some weeds are annuals, but others can be perennials. Absolutely. So as far, I mean, you suggest, you know, like preparing the garden and tilling it up and then uh, working in the compost and the peat moss and then uh, mulching over it. Is there, if I'm seeing anything in the grass, though, that I don't want to mulch necessarily, do I just pull it up? Do you put some insecticide or Okay, so if if we're talking about the lawn, I mean, first thing you need to know is... What the weed is. Right, what the weed is. Yes. And, you know, it's an annual weed like crabgrass or something that's going to die out here in another six weeks anyway after we have a freeze or a frost. Um, or is it a perennial weed of some sort? And if it's a if it's a perennial broadleaf weed, you certainly can uh, control them in the fall. And it's a good time to control fall weeds now on the lawn. Yep. Uh, so, again, you can have a... Uh, get off to a clean start next spring. Uh, you just have to be mindful of, you know, not too many people sow grass seed in the fall like they do in the spring. But if you are going to sow grass seed now, you just aren't going to be able to use it with an, in conjunction with an herbicide, for oh, example. Right. So just be mindful of that. But um, really, other than that, fall is a great time to control weeds in the lawn. Okay. That's, yeah, that's something I did yesterday as well. I just went around and took photos of weeds just so that I can get them identified and and so that I can even know what I'm battling, you know, what does creeping Charlie look like? Because I think that's it, you know, uh, et cetera. Yep. So. But you know what? I don't care what you call it. It's still a weed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And you know what? Weeds love this kind of weather, hot and dry. Oh, my gosh. Do they thrive? Yeah. I, that's pretty much all I've been doing for a couple of weeks now is pulling weeds. Yeah. Okay, good. At least I'm not alone. No, you're not. <laughs> not by any means. You turn around, there's another one, you know? Yeah. A day later, oh, there's three more. Yeah, they love this weather. Now, I did, I, I know the, the the spring bulbs are, are 
are kind of running a little bit behind because of you know the shipping Come, and coming all from of the that. Netherlands. Yeah, but I did see. Did I see paper white bulbs? Yeah, forcing bulbs, not in ground bulbs. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. And those yes. are the ones that you can just like put in a, a vase of with like rocks and pebbles and I mean, water, and, yeah. and a little water, uh-huh. and just watch them take off. Yeah, they're fun. Just they're fun, fun to watch for the winter, and the fragrance. Well, some people don't like the fragrance, but I, I think, well, most people do. But yeah. and there's a, a couple of other. There are two uh, bulbs that you can plant into the ground of bulbs, but they're of they're ones that were grown domestically. So they were able to get them to us right now. So we had some galanthus or snowdrops that came in and left, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they just sold uh, quickly. Um, So that's going to happen. And and over the next couple weeks, we think the the large shipment of bulbs, which normally comes in around Labor Day, will be in, we think, about the last week of September, as we're guessing. Okay. All right. So really not too much longer. No, it'll be here before we know it. And it's not too late by any means because you wouldn't even want to consider planting them until no. October or November. Soil temperatures are way too high. And so are the air temperatures, too. So you're not behind at all with that. But when they do arrive, we'll be talking about it on the radio show. And I obviously would encourage people to jump in and sure. get but, what they want right away. You know, the other bulb that did come in that does go into the ground, not now because it's too warm, are the uh, Lycoris or the Painted Lady. Oh, really? Yeah. Or, or Naked Lady or whatever you want to call them. Or the Surprise Lily. Lily. Yeah. Resurrection so many Resurrection Lily. So many, so many <laughs> names for it, but we got it. <laughs> so I just, what was it, three weeks ago they were in full bloom oh, in yes. the community. It's so Everywhere. many phone calls. Do you have it? Do you have it? Well, we got it. Excellent. So, uh, Purchase them now. Don't plant them yet. It's a little bit too warm, like we just Don't said. Don't put them in a hot garage or no. in a refrigerator. Just keep them at room temperature. Exactly. Okay. Bulbs. Exactly. And low light, I'm guessing. I get that they're bulbs. Well, they're going to be inside the house. So I don't think the Good light enough. level is going to matter so much. You're not going to put them in the direct sun. You're just going to keep them in the house. Somewhere. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. What else are you thinking about doing this fall over the next couple of weeks? Well, I just bought a couple of rose bushes. So okay. I'm going to get those in the ground. More knockouts to deadhead. Uh, yeah, more knockouts Is that what to deadhead. Knockout? Yeah. Uh, it's what colors did you Coral. Get? Oh, beautiful. It's just such a beautiful color. It is. And the fragrance to me is, um, somebody asked this, this question of me a, a couple of weeks ago. Are any of the roses fragrant? And I said, they're all fragrant. So he starts walking around smelling roses. And he said, this is not fragrant. I, I go over and smell. I said, yeah, it is. We all smell differently, you know. Our our nose works differently on everything. So Okay. <laughs> Whether. Kind of like what, hearing and frequency, frequency Exactly. Levels. It's never the same. And the perception of, of how it smells is really different, too. It's one of the things I, I used to do in catalog writing was describe color and fragrance. And i got to tell you, it's it's a challenge I'll to bet. to uh, communicate to a large number of people what something smells like yeah. to me. And not to sound like a broken record, trying to distinguish right. one from another. Uh-huh. It's really it's difficult. <laughs> I'm just thinking you're talking about that coral knockout. I can imagine the cream pumpkin with the stripes oh, uh, sitting next to so it. Pretty. Or maybe a large, fat, low white one. Oh. And that uh, big green and white stripe. You're so good. There. Okay, there's another pot of God. That sounds <laughs> lovely. 
And I, I know. But just you, sitting next to that knockout would be great. No kidding. I, and that's the thing about fall. You don't have to just have that that pot sitting by the front door with with this stuff going on. You put it, put that kind of stuff out in your garden. Spray it with polyurethane because I think my squirrels are going to love these. Yeah. So polyurethane's going on them. But, okay. Um, with a matte finish. With a matte finish. Okay. Maybe a shiny one on that one, but I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that you can add that kind of color and texture. It's like putting pots in the garden. You know, I always talk about putting ceramic pots in the garden because mm-hmm. it adds a texture and a, a size and a form that you can't get with anything else. The same thing with these guys. You know, what I'm also thinking, though, aside from containers, you have hay bales, don't you? Wouldn't straw it be bales. Cute straw to, bales or, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and so you put a couple, couple straw bales underneath your tree, and then you put a selection of gourds around it, and Heck then yeah. throw in some mums, and throw in some of the salacium, salosia, some of the ornamental peppers. Wow. I know. Now you're, now you're cooking. There you throw go. Throw in a scarecrow, you're set. Yeah, you got it. And you have these, those two here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah that's and then, nice. then put your line eye flag in it. Yes. And then, you know, when you're ready for Halloween, Prairie Gardens has plenty of really cool Halloween items. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get the in between where it fits both Halloween and Thanksgiving, yeah. you guys have that. Yeah. And Christmas is sneaking in because y'all are totally Christmas. And that's coming up pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah. It will Not be. Not yet, but it'll be. We will be. We will be. Faster than. It's just kind of a slow ooze. Yeah. A slow when, ooze. When something like comes it. in, we get it out. <laughs> that's great. All right. 356-9397 is our phone number. You can text 351-5357. Uh, and we'll have podcasts of this show as well as previous shows available at wdws.com. Let's see. So we've got the mums going on. We have um, all of the ornamental peppers. You've got beautiful gourds. And you think you'll be able to have them all out by, you say, later this afternoon. Pumpkins and gourds will start going out. This when we're off the radio show. Immediately. So, right. So, so it'll be, Well, the store's not even open. It opened at 8 o'clock here. So. That's right. Oh, it's gosh. an early show. Yeah. Early show. That's right. <laughs> so we'll have, again, Arguably our best selection of pumpkins and gourds and things, and uh, they'll all be going out this morning. So yeah. we got that. And again, Belinda's crop of mums, just incredible. Dynamite. Just super. So if you want something bigger than your coffee table or if you want something that's that could fit in one hand, we've got everything in between. I think I can't get the big ones in my car. Mm. Really? Yeah. I think I have to go get go home and get my truck. Oh, Ooh, dilemma. For, for sure on that. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, they're, okay. They're Huge. And where, where where do you want to put them? Where are you going to put them? Well, of course, we'll have that one by my front door. I mean, you've got to have color at your front door to greet people, you know. Sure. With some pumpkins and gourds and stuff. And yeah. uh, I've got some ornamental or some mixed containers that I'm just going to pull out the whole thing and plop in a mum. Nice. Boom. Nice and easy, done. too. Yep. <laughs> Yank, drop, done. And that's... Yeah. You know, as an experienced gardener and somebody careful, you might be able to do that by yourself. If you did have a partner to help you set the mum in, down in that pot, it would, it would help. It, w- <laughs> it, would, it would help. Yes, it would. Just so you don't break anything off. I'm trying not to. Yeah. Well, and then just even gently lifting it up 
so you can fill back in with the soil around it. Yeah. So it's easier to keep well watered and not have any big air pockets. You know what okay. I've got that's really lovely right now is a canna, the uh, Pretoria, yeah. and um, a ginger, the, the green and gold ginger. They're just looking fabulous right now. And what a combination with some of these gourds and pumpkins. Oh, my goodness. That would be beautiful. Can't I wait. I think I know what this girl's going to be doing Stunning. tomorrow. Stunning. Fall decorating. <laughs> <laughs> Arranging the plants and gourds. That's great. Well, um, I may be doing exactly the same. There you go. There's music. Yes, it is. And I guess our time is up. Marianne Metz, Steve yes. Brown. You guys, thanks so much for coming in early and, and joining us. And it was Helping fun. us out with all this. <laughs> this has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leak. We have, of course, the Illini game coming up at 10 a.m. with a kickoff, and our coverage begins next.